Yes, we are live here at the Minnesota State Fair. Just to prove it, let's hear some applause for Dr. Hilden. You'll all receive your 20 bucks right after this. <laughs> okay. The uh, throngs are here. Denny, good morning. You've got uh, some fans here, as you do every year. I can't believe it's been another year, though. It has been another year, and here we are at the fair. There was a little traffic jam on the way in. I, re- I got behind three horses and two what I thought were <laughs> goats. And, you know, I'm from, I'm from Minneapolis. I live within sight of downtown Minneapolis. And I go up to this young woman. I go, those are beautiful goats. And she humors me for a little while, and she says, you know, those are actually sheep. So you know, I, I, you know, I don't really, I can't tell a goat from a sheep, but I could tell the horses. It's a great day to be out at the fair. The crowds aren't aren't so bad yet. The sheep are out. The goats apparently are out. The horses are out. It's great to be here. And she said, "Not bad." It's an old joke. Oh yeah, I'm good sorry. one. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't. So uh, thanks for all you who have yes. been out here. I've got to meet um, a lot of you already this morning. Uh, many of you are repeat customers at the fair. Your faces are looking familiar. Even my folks, their faces are sort of familiar. They're here. And um, I've got some other friends out here um, with us today, and um, it's great to have you out here at the fair. We're going to do an it's, open line show today. We are, and it is kind of a family uh, show because I've got uh, my daughter Tina and Tony. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's Tony and Tina, Danny's yeah. kids out there. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. It's the, usually a this, family show, so we'll keep it. You know, we'll, we won't cuss or anything like that. Today. I'm thinking maybe they could make uh, some food trips for us and. Uh, Exactly. You know, I, I could go for some mini donuts. One of those crepes across the street looks good. A scone sounds good. A corn dog sounds good. They're writing all this down now. Okay, so exactly. You, yeah. So, you know, I'm going to do, a, you know, like a bite squad delivery thing. Well, this is, as Dr. Hilden said, uh, an open line show, which means for those that are new to the show, uh, it means you can ask your general health questions of the doctor. If you have uh, an ailment or someone you know and dearly love has a, a health issue, come on up to the deck. We have a microphone for you. Or give us a call or send a text, as we always welcome. In fact, why don't I give the phone number right now, 651-989-9226, or uh, send a text, 81807-81807. And you know what else I want to do, Denny? You can tweet me a a question. I'm looking at my phone right now, and there's about a 50-50 chance I'll figure out how to work it if you actually tweet me a question. So go ahead and give that a whirl. It's Dr. David Hilden. That's that's could be my initials, but it's actually Dr. That's Dr. David Hilden. All one thing, and put the hashtag Healthy Matters in there, and I can answer your question by tweet. So you know, Denny, I just got back from L. I've had a busy week. You have. You've been gone. I went to Nebraska immediately after the show last week, and we went and saw the total eclipse, and we kind of did a storm chasing thing because it was. It was uh, cloudy in Beatrice, Nebraska, so we went a little bit north to a town that escapes me and saw a beautiful um, eclipse of the sun. I had my glasses on. So you had clear weather. Clear weather. um, There was a hole in the clouds, and it was absolutely exquisite. The crickets were going, and I saw the total eclipse. It was really nice. And then I went back home, got stuck in traffic for about a zillion hours outside of Des Moines, and then I flew off to L.A. to help out uh, our daughter get moved in. You know, she's a student uh, at USC, and so... um, she moved into an. If you're all from Minnesota, anybody not from Minnesota here? Okay, good. Well, there's a couple here, a couple of weirdos in the front here. <laughs> but the the rents out in in L.A. are so bad. My kid pays a, a lot. Let's just say it's well into the four figures for a place that had roaches. It didn't have any um. It didn't have any furniture, and it was pretty bad. So I went to help my daughter get moved in, and so I've had a pretty busy week. So it's it's good to be here back in Mini. Yeah, you didn't bring any of those 
Critter's back with you, did Gosh, I hope not. We I got rid of him. We got That's rid of him. We took did. care That's of the good. situation. Now she's got the best apartment uh, in downtown but Los Angeles. But she likes Los Angeles. She loves she? L.A. She just loves Los Angeles. And it was sunny and warm. And, you know, that, that beautiful weather is um, actually kind of nice. You know, I was thinking uh, when we do the show this Sunday, meaning today, uh, I was driving by whatever store it was. could have been a drugstore. But I saw a sign talking about flu shots already. And I thought, that is getting oh, close yeah, to that you're, season. You're probably right. It it's falls on its way. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I know the, I think it's the Minnesota Department of Health is here at the fair this year. They're somewhere over there, and all of you on the radio can see me pointing over there. The Minnesota Department of Health is here, and, and they're actually talking about vaccines this year because we had a bad year. We had a bad, bad year in the vaccine world because of measles. And you know what? Measles is something that we're smart enough and we have the resources to get rid of. And we're choosing not to do that. And, and we can get rid of measles. We don't have to have that anymore, just like we don't have to have smallpox. It's a simple vaccine that is safe, safe, safe. And so the Minnesota Department of Health is hammering that message home. But it is flu shot season coming up shortly, which means at the hospital I'll have to put the little tag on. We have to put a little tag on our name badge that shows that we got our flu vaccine. It's a requirement of working there. Mm-hmm. So you can start getting that as soon as next month already. Um, you can get your flu shot, and yes, you should do that. If you All want right. my advice, you should do that. They're going to still have the three or four types that you can get a choice of getting the yeah, uh, you can, heavy yeah, dose? It's, yeah, and older adults, sometimes we have, we suggest you get the, the, the bigger dose, the one that's a little bit bigger because your immune system isn't quite everything it used to be. And so um, for, that's for older adults. But even if you can't get that, just get anything. Get any flu shot you can come up with. 651-989-9226 if you want to call in your medical question for Dr. Hilden. Or uh, send a text like some folks are doing, 81807. Here's one that says, and I know you've done this in the past. What does the title internal medicine mean? Oh, yeah, it means I don't know anything I can see. No, internal medicine is what I am. I'm an internist, not an intern. I'm an internist, which means I do chronic diseases of adults mostly. So I'm your guy for cancer, for heart disease, for diabetes. I'd say one in three of my patients has diabetes. All the internal organs of your body, that's what it, your liver disease, kidney disease, all that stuff. So I don't birth babies. It's been years since medical school when I, you know, medical students think they're cool because you get to catch babies. So I got to catch babies and literally you're doing <laughs> nothing. Um, I'm not an obstetrician. I don't do that. I don't do bones. If you break your leg, I don't do that. I don't do teeth. Although Dr. Strand, who's right in the front row but won't go on the air, is a dentist and she does teeth. And uh, as well as her husband, Dr. Andreasen, is right next door, right next to her. We have some dentists in the audience, so I, I promised I'd say her name and she's going to be mad at me for doing so. <laughs> but I do um, chronic diseases, mostly of adults. I don't do children, things like that. Didn't you say uh, internal medicine docs talk a lot? They have we coffee. We talk a lot. Drink we coffee. drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> We're very good at sitting around, drinking <laughs> coffee, and talking about you. And if you come in to see your internist, we'll do a good job of talking. But uh, we, we're not, uh, you know, we don't cut things out. You know, surgeons say nothing heals like cold steel. Well, I'm, a, I'm an internist. I don't do any of that. So I, I just talk to you about your diseases and try to help you manage them. 651-989-9226 or send us a text at 81807. Uh, texter says this. Uh, what is done for bulging discs uh, was given prednisone for five days. How long can that be given? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. So bulging discs is what leads to back pain in a lot of people. And your discs are, are, are in your spine, and they're like little shock absorbers of your spine. 
And what they do is your your spinal column is what allows you to walk upright, and it, what, you know it keeps it, it's like the scaffolding on which your body um, is built. And your and the your spine is real heavy bones; they're like bricks. But in order to make your spine able to bend and stretch and do backflips like like uh, we all like to do, or you know just to bend, um, you have to have some some flexibility in there. And so the discs are these little shock-absorbing, gelatinous, gooey things in between each of your vertebrae. And what they do is they um, allow that to happen. If they start bulging out or herniate, anything in the human body that herniates is bulging into a place it shouldn't be. So if one of your discs herniates, it can pinch on the nerves that come through there, and that can cause a lot of pain. And so a lot of people get prednisone and stuff for that, and, um, and that re reduces inflammation. And um, it can cause a little bit of um, relief. It's, um, frankly, not all that great. It helps a little bit. Um, you can take it for the five days that your doctor recommended. You can take it longer, but the longer you take it, it has more side effects. So we, we generally don't have people taking prednisone for too long unless you absolutely have no other options. I know we have to break here in a moment or two, but again, welcoming our listeners to call in their questions or here at the fair, come up to the railing. We'll, you can ask your uh, health question of Dr. Hilden or call us 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Uh, I was thinking, uh, and you mentioned this from time to time, about uh, your blog site. Tell us about oh, that. Thanks, Danny. Um, you know, I, I work at HCMC, the uh, the mothership over in downtown Minneapolis, and, and I do a blog for the hospital. It's called My Healthy Matters. It's the name of this show, but you put the word my in front of it. My Healthy Matters. And I, it's my ramblings about things mostly health-related. Uh, I sometimes elaborate on what's going on in the show here, I'll answer more questions that we didn't get to because, like, the text line that we're reading these text questions off of, that's going to have twice or three times as many as I'll be able to get to. And so I answer some of them on the blog site. Last time I talked about solar eclipses because that was on my mind and what happens to your eyes when you go to a solar eclipse. So you can look at any of these. Um, it's no risk. Um, uh, you just log into it, myhealthymatters.org, all one word, myhealthymatters.org. And you can subscribe by email if you wish. We don't send you any spam or junk like that. Um, just if you want, you don't have to subscribe by email. You can just check it out once or twice yeah. if you want. Good so deal. it's myhealthymatters.org. I encourage you to do that. Also, importantly, you can get podcasts of these shows. You, you know, a lot, a lot of people. My daughter listens to podcasts, and and she's, a lot of people. That's do. all she does. So if you want to uh, want to get a podcast of this show, it's in condensed in size. You can go to myhealthymatters.org and download it to your phone. Very good. Time check is 7.45 on CCO State Fair sales savings up to $8,000 or 0% for six years on select Buicks at McCarthy Auto World in Coon Rapids. We'll be back. And good morning. Welcome back. We're broadcasting live our Healthy Matters show here at the Minnesota State Fair, always as even when we'll be back at the studio, welcoming your phone calls and text messages. It's an open line show today. Your general health questions for Dr. David Hilden. Uh, 651-989-9226. The text screen is humming with uh, 81807 if you prefer that method. Here's one that came in a few minutes ago, doctor. Uh, I think my daughter may have bipolar depression. What is the treatment for that? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, um, there's two or three or four kind of major mental health issues that um, that are, are serious, and bipolar is one of them, but you ought to know that it's really treatable. You know, they're major depression. Bipolar depression, schizophrenia, those would be the big ones. And bipolar depression is when your mood kind of swings from high to low, up and down. And 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 um, you had to have at least one episode where your mood was high, in other words, manic. 
And so when you have mania, you're kind of going really fast, 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 fast. You, maybe you're not sleeping well. Maybe you're not making good financial decisions or relationship decisions. Maybe you're going on shopping sprees. Maybe you have addiction issues. Those all kind of happen when you're manic, and it can be really a rough one. Um, and, and then your mood crashes down into a depression, and, so that, and then your mood is low and, and, and you're, you're, you're down. It's a serious disorder, but it's got loads and loads of good treatments for it. And so if you are having mood swings, even if it is... Um, if, you're, if it's just depression, I mean, in other words, without the mania, or if it is um, bipolar, I strongly, strongly, as strongly as I can encourage you to go see a mental health professional because it's treatable. And I know I have several friends um, personally who have bipolar um, a disorder, and I see patients literally every single day who have it. And although I'm not a psychiatrist, I've seen very well-treated people with bipolar depression. And I also should say, if you ever have um, an people with bipolar depression, if your mood gets really in a rough spot and just know that you're not alone and there's always help if you're ever thinking of things to um, harm yourself, always know that there's help. 651-989-9226. Text is 81807. Let's go to the phones. Ron is calling from Howard Lake, Minnesota. Go ahead, Ron. Thank you. Just a question, if you can tell me what uh, parathyroid is. Uh, My physician's assistant... uh, I uh, recommended that I uh, go meet with a specialist and have it checked and never really explained what it is. Right. Thanks, Ron, from Howard Lake. Hope things are well with you. Your parathyroids are four little glands. They're dinky. They're like the size of a big grain of rice or a small, maybe an almond, a small almond, and they're right behind your thyroid gland in your neck. And your parathyroids are involved in calcium metabolism and and minerals in your body, mainly calcium. So the main reason somebody would suggest to you that you get your parathyroid checked is if your calcium level was very high. And that's probably what happened to you. It is usually due to the parathyroids themselves are just don't have an off switch. They're just going nuts. And so they make, you know, they're producing too much parathyroid hormone, which in turn is making your calcium too high. That's the most common cause. But it can also be due to some other things. Your parathyroid glands can be overactive due to other causes, like kidney disease comes to mind. And so it's treatable as well. There are medications for that, but even more commonly is surgery. They, you have four of them, so they often remove three of them. They just get rid of three of them. Sometimes they remove all four, and they take one of them, and they insert it in your arm. I never figured that one out, but they literally remove it from your neck and put it in your arm because you need some. So that's what it is, but um, you should see uh, an endocrinologist before you go having anyone cut into your neck, Ron. So um, that's the most common things with parathyroids. All right, very good. Streetable. There is a line open, 651-989-9226. And by the way, we'll be here till just about 830 doing an open line show. Or come up here to the deck and the doctor can, uh, you can ask George, your question. George, right? George. George has a question. Hello. Uh, say I got a question. If you had chicken pox when you were younger... To keep you from getting shingles, are you supposed to get a vaccine later in life? Great question, George. Where are you from, George? Fort Ripley. Fort Ripley. Good to see you, George. Um, I met George before the show here. I don't. I don't. Uh, I'm not that good at reading minds. Um, <laughs> good question. Good question, George. Yes. Um, shingles are simply a reactivation of chickenpox. That's what it is. You don't get shingles from another person. You get it from yourself because once you've had chickenpox, it lives in your spinal column. It literally lives here in your in your nerves. And when it comes back someday later in life, when your immune system isn't all that, it reactivates. And so if you've had chickenpox in your life, you could get shingles. And like some, I don't know what the statistics are, but something like one in three of us will get shingles 
Um, I've had them. When I was running a marathon, I got them on my eye. Um, and so, yes, the shingles vaccine is recommended for people over age 60. I've heard people in their 50s get it, but no, no insurance will pay for it. But over age 60, one time in your life, and you don't even have to do, they don't even, we don't even take a history. Just anybody who walks in the door and requests it, and if you haven't had it and you're age 60, here you go. Um, we assume everybody's had chicken pox. Um, if you have not, it ain't going to hurt you. But we don't even take a history anymore. Just, um, just get the shingles, get the shingles vaccine. Um, the only people who are at risk of shingles are those who have, uh, of getting it from another person, is, is pregnant women and people who have never had chicken pox. So if you've never had chicken pox and you go around somebody who has shingles, you can get chicken pox from that person. So that's the one little caveat to that. All right, a text, some text there? Yes, we do. Uh, texter says this, I am on warfarin. Can I take naproxen? And naproxen um, is the active ingredient in a leave. And it's called a non-steroidal. And we usually don't like people to take those with warfarin. Um, it's not going to kill you to say, you know, right off the bat. But um, any medication, whenever you're on warfarin, which goes under the brand name Coumadin, which is a blood thinner, always tell your doctor, always tell your pharmacist, always tell anybody who's about to prescribe you something, your dentist, your, your chiro, anybody, anybody who's about to prescribe you something, tell them, I'm on warfarin. I'm on Coumadin. Um, it's the same thing, so that they can check to see. It's not a great combination to do. Uh, texter sent this in a couple of minutes ago. I had surgery six months ago for Morton's neuroma. The pain has now gotten worse than before surgery. Have you heard if this is common? Um, uh, usually the surgery for Morton's neuroma is pretty good. Now, Morton's neuroma is a nerve sheath. Okay, i got to dig deep for this one. It's a nerve sheath um, um, swelling in your foot. It, usually in between the toes, the second and third toe, I think, or maybe it's the third and fourth toe. I'm looking at Kevin down here, a guy I've met before. Ke Kevin's an old friend here. He uh, runs a shoe, shoe shop in St. Cloud. So every time I have foot questions, I, I glance at Kevin. Um, get good shoes. Uh, make sure that you've got uh, a good um, um, supportive shoes. But the surgery is usually effective. If you're still having pain after surgery, um, go talk to your surgeon. See what's going on. Um, it's not so common. Um, to continue to have pain, but you know anything's possible. All right, we have about a minute and a half before we break. We have more show to come, though. Does uh, starting Valtrex at the first hint of symptoms reduce the severity and duration of shingles? Speaking of shingles, uh, it can. Yes, Valtrex is valacyclovir. It's a medication that's good for the herpes viruses, and and shingles and chickenpox are is a herpes virus. It's one of the family of herpes viruses. Um, and Valtrex, if taken early, is good for not only that, it's good for cold sores and other things, but you have to take it early. And with, with shingles, you have to take it very early, in the first day or two. That's, well, that's, um, it doesn't work so well if you take it later. I was thinking, because I paid a visit recently to the uh, Hennepin's Golden Valley uh, location, but there's so many other locations besides downtown Minneapolis making it real handy. Yeah, thanks, Danny. The Golden Valley location's awesome. It's right on Duluth and Highway 100. And we've got clinics all over the place. I'm not here at the fair, but we've got clinics all over the western, northern, and southern suburbs. We're in Richfield and Golden Valley. And if you need a doctor, check us out at 612-873-6963. 612-873-MYMD is, um, is the number. We'll be back. We're going to take a quick break here. We have another half hour of the show to go. It's an open line show, 651-989-9226. Or send a text, and we got a bunch of those uh, waiting in the wings at 81807. In the Twin Cities, 64 degrees here on CCO. 
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. And good morning. Welcome back to this portion of Hennepin County Medical Center's Healthy Matters. We are broadcasting live at the Minnesota State Fair on this uh, kind of a cloudy day. I was hoping, Dr. Hilden, that you were going to hop over. I hopped out Show of this thing, and I, yeah, exactly. I, yeah, <laughs> I probably would have fallen down, and then we would have had to call an ambulance or something. Uh, and, that and, wouldn't oh, have been geez, good. I wouldn't have known what to do. Hey, hey, everybody, good morning. Thanks for coming out. It's good to have you here at the fair. Yeah, absolutely, and we're going to be doing this again next week as well. Exactly. It's a beautiful day today, but um, if, you're, if you couldn't make it out to the fair, come out next Sunday morning. The mornings are the best time to be here. The air isn't quite ripe yet. You know, it doesn't have that right. kind of, you know, the, the, the cookies that are pretty much smashed into the ground here there's a few of them but beyond that um, the place is clean it's cool the traffic isn't out yet it's a great time it really is to be at the fair we have a good crowd out this morning i've been chatting with a lot of you it's been great to see you um it is an open line show it is yep and that means uh, if, if you're new to the show we'll uh, we'll field your dr hilden will field your general health questions either from the fair here on the phone which is 651-989-9226 or the text line that's 81 81- Eight zero seven. So you can give us a call or text us. You can tweet me at Dr. David Hilden. I'll try to answer that way as well. So I'm going to find out where people are from. Who's yeah. from like um, the Twin Cities? Raise your hand. We got a lot of Twin Cities people. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Anybody from out, you know, Greater Minnesota, Outstate Minnesota? Yeah. Where, where are you from? Moose Lake Moose North. Lake. Yeah, I, I, I stayed at it. That's a beautiful part. Of it. Right up by, you know, almost to Duluth, right? Moose Lake, great. Where else, everybody? I, there's the Lonsdales from. Yeah, we got people from there. I met them. Anybody from out of, out of Minnesota? We got all Minnesotans. No one from Wisconsin or Iowa. Hmm. Well, you know, usually we have a few people who came in from there to the to the better state fair. We check their passports. We, yeah, you know, we say, well, you got your own state fair. Wisconsin's <laughs> is way over in West Allis, though, over near Milwaukee. So, you know. Did you grow up there a little no, bit? No, I, uh, I was born in Madison, born in. Wisconsin. Okay. But we moved here when I was uh, the ripe old age of like 18 months. So I'm a gopher. I'm a, I'm a Minnesotan. True, true. I'm through and through Minnesotan. Right. Yeah. There I went go. to Minnesota two, three, four, five times. <laughs> um, I one time met the president, this is a little aside, but I one time met Eric Kaler, the president of the University of Minnesota, at an event, and I said, you know what, I, I, you should have given me a buy, buy two, get one free program, because I, I, I'm a three-time uh, U of M graduate. All right. Well, we're going to push you to work again like uh, these open line shows always are. Uh, folks are calling in and texting in as well. This text came in earlier, Dr. Hilton. I had hep C, had the treatment, was told I have stage 3 liver damage. Could that change after treatment? Yeah, so hepatitis C is one of the best stories in medicine of this decade. And I'm not even kidding. Hep C was a thing that once you had it, you had it until you're ever, forever. And many people with hepatitis C just carried the virus in their body forever. And we had some treatments that all kind of were not very good. Um, they sort of worked, but the treatment was interferon. It, it only helped half the people. And the people that who got who got the interferon and made them sicker than the hepatitis did so it wasn't all that great we now have new medications that are so effective that that i hear my colleagues in in liver health talk about eradication we don't do that very much but they said that you can eradicate hepatitis c and we could very well eradicate it from everybody the problem is the medication costs a dollar or two like 
$100,000 um, for per treatment. Oh, wow. So it's extraordinarily expensive. But so for this person who texted in with hepatitis C, there is new hope for anybody with hep C. Now, the other issue with hepatitis C is that if your liver has already got fibrosed, in other words, it's got cirrhosis, that that ship has kind of sailed. You want to do this before your liver gets really bad. Your liver is like an oil filter. It's a gooey, I've held a liver, and it's a gooey, or if you eat liver, it's a gooey, bloody soft thing it's kind of gross to talk about on sunday morning but it's a it's the blood has to go through your liver and it gets filtered out and 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 it comes out the other side well when your liver becomes cirrhotic it's not soft and mushy but it's hard and like a rock and try to push blood through that that's hard to do so you want to get your hep c treated before that um before it gets too bad all right let's go to the phone 651-989-9226 greg and blaine is first up here uh, greg what is your question for dr hilden Hey, good morning. I, I think I looked it up and I thought it was some kind of like a psoriasis in my leg where it gets itchy and flaky and irritating. And I was wondering if there's like some home cures I could do to alleviate that. Or... What does it look like, Greg? Is it kind of silvery or is it red? Or... Uh, it's you know, red and flaky and itchy. And... Yeah, where is it on your leg? Uh, it's in my, sh- like under, under... Just about my ankle, okay. on the right, yeah. right leg. Because psoriasis is a systemic disease, which also leads to arthritis. That's the other big thing, arthritis and, and skin lesions. But psoriasis often has a red base to it, and it's got a silvery plaque-like top to it. And it's most common on your elbows and your knees and the back of your neck and in the genital area. So that's psoriasis. Um, it can be anywhere, but those are the most common places. Um, but this could be darn near anything, and I won't be able to say over the radio. But um, anything that is um, a new rash for you, it's not getting better, you should have a dermatologist see that. Um, I'm, it, as I said earlier on the show, I'm an internist, so I do much more with your body organs, and skin is the one I know the least about. I, I'll be honest, I know the least about that. So um, make sure you see a uh, um, a dermatologist about that because there's a zillion topical ointments they could put on there. And um, if it is psoriasis, there uh, it does have implications for the rest of your body, such as your joints. So um, I would get a, a specific diagnosis first. I wouldn't just stick something you bought at the grocery store or at the drugstore on that. I'd, I'd find out what it is, Greg. 651-989-9226. There is a line open if you'd like to use it. Uh, John in Osceola, Wisconsin is calling in. Go ahead, John. Thank you. Good morning, doctor, and good morning. Um, I take lisinopril and um, having some episodes of, uh, like, really dryness and uh, almost a choking effect, and I'm wondering if there's some long-term effects that come with that. Yeah. Did that start after you started that medication, John? Yeah. yeah so- Actually, I've been on the medication now for three years, and, like, in the last two months, this episode just started coming on. It's kind of scary, actually, but and I did tell my doctor about it kind of, you know, said, yeah, that comes with the territory. Yeah, that but, sounds kind of scary, though. Can you breathe and swallow and all that? It, it makes it like like you almost eat a big chunk of steak, you know, in your yeah. paper breath type scenario. But so, if you mellow out and breathe through your nose, then it kind of goes away. But Yeah, I, I think I, it's possible that's from the drug. Lisinopril is one of the most commonly prescribed drugs there is. I prescribe it a zillion times a day. And, and um, it's for blood pressure. It's for your heart. If you have heart failure, it's life-saving. However, it has side effects, and one of them is a swelling of the throat and the lips and the face called angioedema. And I don't know if that's what you have, but you could. 
and it will go away if you stop the lisinopril. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't let this one go. Um, that sounds a little scary, John. I mean, not scary from a medical perspective, but I mean scary from your perspective. Anyway, if you can't breathe and you're choking, that's, that's no good. And it might not be the lisinopril. Maybe you just had a little inflammation of your throat. Maybe you had some pharyngitis. You know, maybe you had something like that. Um, however, even two years after you started lisinopril, you can get angioedema. So I think it's at least worth a look to see if that's your cause. Uh, and there are other drugs that are very effective that you can replace the lisinopril. It's not, it's almost never the only thing that you can do. So I would look into it a little bit. All right, very good. We're going to take a quick break. Be right back here at the fair. Uh, phone line is open at 651-989-9226. Uh, we'll get back to the text messages when we come back too. That number is 81807. In the Twin Cities, last reported temperature 64. We're heading for 71 later today and maybe some scattered shower activity later on this afternoon after 1 or so. Again, 64. And here we are broadcasting live once again from the Minnesota State Fair, Healthy Matters. By the way, coming up after 8.30, uh, Bruce and Peg will be here for uh, more of your money. So Always good to hear little, Bruce and Peg. And it's good to see uh, I've got to meet so many listeners. I just did want to say, you know, I, I was just meeting Steve here um, from St. Louis Park, and I was thinking, you know, I we do this every morning. This is our 400 and 51st show, and if, if if there was nobody listening on the other end, that wouldn't work so well. Yeah. So it's really great to hear you. I just want to thank everybody for listening. Um, we got some regular listeners out here today, and for coming out to the show. It's great to meet you. Um, and, uh, and one guy just told me that I'm aging well, so I, that's, a, that's a nice thing. <laughs> <laughs> You get worried when you come out here. You never know what you're going to say. It could be Minnesota nice. <laughs> yeah, they could say, not. God, you're uglier than I thought. <laughs> i tell you, let's go back to the phones before we run out of time. Linda is calling from Roseville with a question. Go ahead, Linda. The doctor's listening. Oh, hi. My name is Linda, and I have literally a pain in the neck. I don't know if I wrenched it uh, two, three months ago, and um, I, I put some of those creams on my neck that, you know, supposed to keep it warm and all that, and it's only when I turn it to the left. Went to the doctor. The doctor couldn't find anything, told me to do some exercises. Have you any idea what more I could do to get it to feel better faster? Yeah, I don't know about the faster, Linda, but if it, if it hurts when you move it, it does sound like you might be pinching something. It's either, you know, the soft tissues, the muscles, the ligaments, or it could be that you're pinching a nerve only when you move in one direction. That sounds the most likely, actually. And that might be a time thing. Uh, time will heal usually. Um, I, I don't think you need surgeries. I don't think there's any pill you need to take other than you know maybe some ibuprofen for anti-inflammatory effect. What I would do is maybe see a physical therapist and work on some neck exercises that are safe. Um, if you have a chiropractor you trust, and, and chiropractic can work. But if anybody is starting to um, uh, do manipulations that hurt more, then don't don't do that. But but see somebody you trust for some kind of physical therapy. That'd be the first thing I'd recommend. And then if it doesn't get better in four to eight weeks, then you start taking pictures like MRIs and the like. All right, let's uh, grab a text or two here before we run out of time. Uh, texter says the hu- my husband takes warfarin and fell off the dock at the lake a week ago. Uh, stuck the knee, which uh, swelled up quite large and bruised all over. Knee is still warm to the touch a week later. Is that a problem? It might be. When you're on warfarin or a blood thinner, minor bleeds become bigger bleeds. And if your knee is warm and swollen, it's, uh, if it's, especially if it's warm, it's either inflamed or it's infected 
or you're bleeding into that. And, um, and uh, I think I would have that looked at. So for that texter, tell your husband, um, go have that one looked at. It's probably okay, but your blood does not coagulate when you're on warfarin very well. And bleeding into your knee can be serious. So if, if you've got swelling, warmth, go in and have that be seen. All right. Uh, Texter says this. Uh, are there any new treatments for enlarged prostate other than surgery? Yeah, there. Um, there's loads of treatments for enlarged prostates, but none of them are curative. But the, there are some that just make men urinate better. Now I'm talking about non-cancerous prostate enlargement. Some of them make you urinate better, and some of them actually shrink the size of the prostate. Something like finasteride does that. Um, so you can try either one of those. The ones that make you urinate better work within hours. And the ones that actually shrink the size of the prostate take weeks. But um, try a combination, one or more of those, and that can be quite effective. None of them are particularly new, though. Those have been around for a long time. There's nothing newer than those, that, at least that I'm aware of. All right, we have uh, probably less, about a minute and a half to go. Uh, and I know you're not a skin guy. But are like you going to give me a skin question, <laughs> no. Denny? Uh, I get a deep, now nah, this is not me now, I get a deep red rash on my lower calves uh, after several hours of walking. It doesn't matter if it's indoors or outdoors, I've been told it's vasculitis. Do you know anything that I could do either pre-walking or post-walking? I was thinking that sounded a little, vasculitis is an inflammation of your blood vessels, and if it's in your skin, by definition, it's the little blood vessels, just the ones under your skin. Um, I would see a rheumatologist for that, uh, just tell them that very story and see if they have something they can do about that. It doesn't sound particularly dangerous, but it could be the sign of a more larger, wider spread vasculitis. That's what it sounds like, actually, um, just from the from the text. All right, now That's I know all we have time for. It's uh, we've got about a minute or so to go. Uh, did did we get to this? Uh, if if one gets a chicken pox vaccine, can you get shingles? Yes, yeah. Um, if you got yes, um, the chicken pox vaccine is relatively newer in the last 10 or 15 years. But yes, you can still you can always still get things later in life, and so get the shingles vaccine later. Well, what if you don't have a primary care doc? How, right, well, how can we do that? Thank you, everybody, for coming out here. If you need a doctor, um, come see us over, and you live over in the Western Metro. We've got clinics all over the place, and um, my bosses would love it if I told you what the phone number was. It's 612-873-6963. That's HCMC. Um, and for those of you who don't know, HCMC is a great healthcare system. We're not just a hospital when you get stabbed or shot. It's a great healthcare system i would it's where i would go if i um it's where i do go actually yeah, me too. 612-873-6963 and check us out at myhealthymatters.org see you back here next week back next week at the fair thanks everybody Good, thank you everybody